Good morning everyone. Uh, it's yet another Monday morning and um, and of course another time for another episode of Yellow Team. So and today we are I'm actually very excited. I'm very excited about uh, the conversation we are going to have because I'm joined by someone who's really passionate about the environment. And uh, climate change has been quite a big conversation over the past couple of years. Um, of course, we've had a couple of talks around it. And then by the way, for the guys who don't know, we recently had uh, the Amazon forest um, burning up. And this guy is going to talk to, to us about it. And I'm so quite excited. So you can engage with me at Miranda Dixon on Twitter, at Campus Radio KE. And always remember to use the hashtag CRK to converse with us. Ask any question that you may have. And uh, the guest in studio is going to share with you his opinions and his thoughts about the environment. So I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. His name is Alex Oburu. Uh, maybe you can say it one more time and what he <laughs> <laughs> okay, just as you've said, my name is Alex Oburu. I work with an organization called Camp D Voices. Uh, so what we do, we empower students, majorly high school students, on matters related to creative arts, mentorship, public speaking, and debates. Wow, impressive. So mm-hmm. beyond, uh, so you called it Camp D? Camp D Voices. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Camp D yeah. Voices. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's 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 quite a name. How did the name come up? Uh, combination. It's an abbreviation of what we do. So CA, it stands for Creative Arts. Mentorship for the M, uh, Public Speaking yes. for the P and DE mm-hmm. for the debates. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Then Voices for the students. Okay, wow, mm-hmm. that's impressive. So the... Um, uh, maybe you can just give us an overview of how the organization works. <coughs> mm-hmm. So we are passionate about uh, making conversations, real conversations, some things that have been happening for a long time and students don't get the chance to actually share their opinion. So we create a platform where it is easier for students to know what's going on and uh, share their opinions in this sense. For example, we can we can bring a debate about uh, is climate change real or is it a um, uh, is it a fact or it's not it's not act- uh, something that's happening. So we bring two teams from one from Pangani, maybe another one from Olympic High School. Then they debate. Then after the session, we get some expert to talk about climate change, a deep discussion and how it affects us. And also, uh, we we also incorporate other aspects of creative arts. People come to talk about uh, climate change in matters relating to singing, dancing and poetry. Yeah, poetry. Mm -hmm. So that's what we do mostly with schools, uh, either in governance, in uh, public speaking, debates. Yeah. So Alex, wow, that's quite impressive. Uh, so when you when you're talking about students, I'm assuming these are uh, high school level. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why do you think it was important for you guys? Why was it important for you guys to take this conversation to the young people? We believe that they are in a critical stage right now, and if they are empowered in the right path, they will like become very good leaders up in the future. So for example, right now a person who's 17 or 18, you tell him that okay, this is how climate change is affecting you. Yeah. Uh, once we don't plant t- trees, we don't get enough oxygen, uh, we don't get uh, enough rain, and this is how the trees are helping. They'll tend to like grow up with the facts, and they'll know that how this is how climate change is affecting us, and uh, empower also others. So in a school setup, we find that most of the students are not from one particular area. So we find that we have empowered a very big area, we have covered a very big area using a small platform, like the school platform. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So Camp D... Mm-hmm. which was founded on the idea of uh, creativity and trying to help young people mm-hmm. enhance their talents and maybe you know get new 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 forms of uh, communicating and pushing the information out there i just want to get how did uh, how did you guys like from the creative space how did you now introduce 
climate change in this particular conversation? What was like now? Okay, now we need to talk about climate change. Mm-hmm. So for the last decade, okay. I believe a series of incidents have been happening, majorly yes. in Africa. Yes, we have drought. Yeah. we have uh, heavy rainfall. Now we we felt like our students need to like join the conversation, and since they are energetic, they are creative. Uh, we feel that if they can be involved in this thing, they can come up with solutions. Mm-hmm. We believe that uh, we tell people the real thing that's happening, uh, then they come up with solution-based uh, ideas that can help solve the world. So I like what you mentioned, Apoivo, when you spoke about the climate, and then there's this, this bit of uh, uh, the changes in terms of uh, what we've been experiencing in terms of our weather. Mm-hmm. Let me just take you a little bit back, and I want you to help us, because I'm sure, like you said, you had a conversation around whereby you were talking about guys is climate change real? Mm-hmm. I think let's go a little bit back and try to understand, first of all, what is climate change? So uh, climate change, uh, the simplest explanation that I can offer yeah. is a shift in weather patterns. So we find that there have been increase in the maybe uh, October, November, December rainfalls, and yet we were having it in May, August, June. Yeah. So now the shift will cause other things to come in. For example, let's take a simple product of onion it's being sold at an average price of maybe 10 bob uh, in the past few years uh, now you find that it has gone up to 15 shillings why because the farmer is expecting rain uh, to come this time and the rains have shifted and sometimes uh, we don't get the rains or sometimes we get more rains which are floods okay. now we tend to get less supply of the commodity in the market and now the demand is so high now the prices shift up okay so what i'm getting is um the climate change the climate change or rather the pattern of the uh, of the, the, the weather changing mm-hmm. will definitely affect the economic capability of a country or whatever it is that yes have in yes area. now let me try to get to this understanding um what are some of the causes that lead to this kind of a shift because like you said, it's true, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One is the okay greenhouse gases okay. that are being emitted by mostly human beings. We find like carbon dioxide, uh, CO2, which is being emitted like most on a daily basis from transport. Yeah, yeah we find like uh, CO2 is being emitted from burning of uh, waste products, methane. Uh, hydrofluorocarbon, only to mention a few. Yeah. Um, so you've mentioned about CO2, and you mm-hmm. said like CO2. CO2 has been quite critical. I mean, everywhere yes, you go, yeah, it, it is, is the major, <laughs> major cause of climate change. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just, just to think a little bit back, and let's, let's, let's go a bit uh, scientific, Dogo. And mm-hmm. uh, so one, air is a mixture of several mm-hmm. gases. Yes. And, uh, so already, already air, natural, even without any form of uh, emission, mm-hmm. CO2 is already in the mm-hmm. atmosphere. Uh, then why would why would any addition be of an impact? Because considering we already have CO two on the on the atmosphere, mm-hmm. uh, like in the nineteen hundreds, yes, uh, the composition of air yeah. with nitrogen, CO two, and oxygen, yeah. it was very good because uh, we find that uh, CO two occupied only zero point three mm-hmm. percent. Now, like we we cut down trees, you know, trees also help us. Uh, in they they give uh, oxygen as a byproduct. Uh, then we find we're cutting down trees, which means uh, the level of oxygen is reducing. And also from burning of these substances and emitting more CO2, okay. we find that the air quality is reducing because CO2 levels are increasing. Yeah, now that you, right. you find some things like asthma, lung cancer, uh-huh. they're coming up because of the air quality is really down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the problem is, wow, 
so the problem is actually it goes beyond yeah be, beyond what we can, yeah uh-huh. <laughs> okay well, what you're going to do right now let's take a quick break uh, let's listen to earth where Lil Dicky brings all these amazing artists to just talk about uh, why you need to care about earth and then we come back alex is going to talk to us about what are some of the human activities that we do that lead to this climate uh, condition but of course i know i'm sure right now people shanza kufikiria so Lil Dicky earth What up, world? It's your boy. Just one of the guys down here. Well, I could be more specific. Uh, I'm a human. And I uh, just wanted to, you know, for the sake of all of us Earthlings out there, just wanted to say... shootings pollution we under attack on ourselves like let's all just chill respect what we built like look at the internet is cracking as hell fellas don't you let it come on you have sex and now her women orgasms are better than a dicks so what we got is land for what we got to stand for love and we love 
Amamos la tierra. Woman, Come on, everybody. I know we're not all the same, but we're living on the same earth. All right, guys, welcome back. That was Lil Dicky with us. Um, Lil Dicky actually describes why we need to care. And you know um, what, when he was being asked I'm by Ellen, so she actually said any proceedings that are coming out you know, of this song, they're going to go to uh, DiCaprio because DiCaprio is actually right now talking so much about the environment and, and climate change. But for now, let's uh, we have Alex. We still have Alex in studio, and Alex is talking to us about climate change and what he's doing in its capacity to ensure that. Um, one thing I like about uh, Camp D is the fact that. They're not. They're, they're not busy talking about it. They're actually doing it. Mm -hmm. And 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 uh, Alex, I want to know what are some of the things that you guys are doing at the moment to ensure at least you're mitigating this. Um, at the moment, uh, apart from just visiting schools and creating awareness, yeah, we also ensure that uh, we plant trees with the schools that we visit. Wow. At least uh, thirty trees per school within our capacity, of course. Yeah within the budget and everything. Mm -hmm. Now, 33 per school, we can visit maybe Katseme, three schools per county. Those mostly affected counties, the Asal counties, the semi-arid and arid. Uh, so, so far we have visited Machakos, Makweni, Samburu, Marsabit, only to mention a few. Okay. Uh, but mostly we've visited all the Asal counties. Mm -hmm. uh, we plant trees and also uh, we, we donate uh, litter bins because majorly we feel like uh, waste resources or waste materials should be disposed in the right areas and uh, once the students are not disposing waste materials in the right areas uh, we tend to find like some other sicknesses that can come along that some airborne diseases yeah maybe sometimes you find that their food they're eating can get contaminated uh, due to them not disposing their waste properly yeah that's very true mm -hmm. that's very true that happens yeah and something that you've mentioned so uh, this is just like you, you can take it as a, as a by the way <coughs> Uh, so one thing that I'm, uh, I've always seen that is really happening, and uh, is yes, we collect this garbage, yes. put it in the in a, in, a, in a central place, mm -hmm. but then what we do afterwards is burn it up, mm -hmm. and burning <laughs> burning it up it technically means we are adding more carbon to the environment. Yes. So is uh, do you think that's the ultimate solution on how we can go about this? Not really. I th I think it's up to the government to like take this initiative yes. and act more because I feel like the government is not doing enough. Uh, for instance, uh, we know that the government is responsible for providing water and everything and also garbage collection. Now we find that uh, after collection of the garbage, the government now goes and deposits it in another area. For example, we have a dump site in Dandora yes. where they just go and dump it there. But they should be doing enough. Uh, for example, uh, there are a lot of recycling companies around in the industrial area and uh, they are not getting enough resources. For example, why don't you just give somebody these waste resources or make up a contract, sign an agreement that uh, from these uh, resources, maybe you should be, even if they don't give back to the government, they'll give back to the society by uh, creating employment and everything. Yeah. I feel like the government should, it's a high time they lie us with uh, these people working in the recycling industry so that this waste, apart from uh, being collected and uh, uh, disposed in a central place, they can also take it further to recycling places where they can be recycled and come up with other things. Uh, it will also boost our economy because we, we, we know that uh, our economy is like moving slowly in a snail <laughs> snail something. Yeah, because okay. yeah, I, I believe there's a lot more the government should be doing. And apart from them uh, having a climate change act right in 2013, 
up to now we're in 2019. In 2018, they're still coming up with reports whether climate change and how it's affecting the farmers and everybody. I feel like uh, we as the youth, we, we have the capacity to do everything. And once we join arms together, we can plant more trees. We can engage other youth in this conversation. Uh, we can be able to change the, the world. Let me give you an example of a 13-year-old girl in Sweden. She started a strike, a climate change strike. And uh, every Friday, she was not attending classes and went outside the school with a, with a placard mm -hmm. saying that our leaders, you need to know that climate change is real and it's time you need to act. And uh, she influenced many people. Right now, they, uh, it started with the school. Now it's all, uh, all over Sweden. Uh, every Friday afternoon, they don't go to classes. They go and strike outside and I believe their uh, government has started to like understand that this thing is very real and uh, coming up with solution because once you see that these small ladies and uh, gentlemen are talking, you know like something is coming up because our generation, we are not getting the earth once like our elder brothers and sisters, maybe the ones that are in 40s and 50s, mm -hmm. they got the earth when it was like still very fertile and everything. The waters were producing enough fish <laughs> uh, and everything. Yeah. But we... Uh, they're not giving it to us the way it was. Like, it's tarnished, it's damaged and everything. I feel like more should be done with everyone. That's very true. And mm -hmm. and, and, and one thing that you've mentioned, when we, with the story of Gathen, and uh, actually she, I happened to watch her when she was being interviewed by Trevor Noah. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what she said, but she, she literally did not use the plane. Mm -hmm. Because she knew if she flies, she's going to to basically add a lot of uh, more carbon 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 dioxide to the environment. Mm -hmm. The same way, if you look at Wangari Mathai, mm -hmm. she said she doesn't want to be uh, what, what, uh, buried. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, because she loves trees, but mm -hmm. she knows that the coffin that is going to be used mm -hmm. is going to come from a tree. Exactly. Uh, one thing that I like what you've mentioned is young people need to take action. Yes. Because if, uh, and I can recall very well, if these temperatures keep on going up, mm -hmm. we'll not have a country, we'll not have a world, an, an Earth, a planet in 20 years. Yeah. Or less. Mm -hmm. uh, so where do we go? Where do our kids go? So what can we do within our capacity as young people with limited resources? Mm hmm Underline that part, limited okay. resources. Uh -huh. What can we do within our capacity to ensure that at least we can do, be able to do the little things that we can? Okay, uh, first is uh, use active transport. I mean, you should bike. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, maybe walk. Yeah. Uh, depends with the distance where you're going. Yeah. But if it's very far, you, ca you can take a public transport. You know, like uh, 30 people seated on a matatu going to town from maybe, let's say, from... Karura going to town, they're emitting less CO2 than everyone having their own uh, transport mode. For example, everyone has a, a car. They're emitting more CO2 yes. to, the, yes. to the environment. So and they creating they more traffic. Yeah, and creating more <laughs> traffic also. Yeah. So uh, maybe use public transport if it's necessary. You can okay. bike, you can use a boat. Yeah, yeah that, that's one. Uh, second, mm -hmm. uh, we can also, as easy as just unplugging the charger if it's not charging, so that you don't use enough uh, more power that you you are, you are not supposed to be using, and um, third, eat uh, bu buy enough food, and uh, if it it's it's more than enough, give it to those who really need the food because I feel like people are buying more than enough. Then you 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 see that's also waste. Yeah. You're not consuming what you're buying. Then also we just go and put it on a particular place, then they emit methane, mm -hmm. which is also responsible, partially responsible for, like, for climate change and global warming. 
Okay. Yes. Impressive. So number one, walk. And by the way, walk is very good because you exercise. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically nowadays most of us don't have time to exercise. Another <laughs> time you're at gym, uh, mm-hmm. you're working eight to five, eight, which means you walk up at six to be the traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is, do we have traffic? Because everyone is riding. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or take a bike, skate, do something mm-hmm. that uh, yeah, is active. Active. Mm-hmm. active. It's also good for your health. Yeah. Number two, as Alex said, unplug whatever you're not using. Stop turning on the TV, the radio, the laptop, and you're looking at your phone. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of energy you're consuming. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Then the last thing, of course, mm-hmm. buy what you can able to finish. I mean, it's true. When you put uh, when you put food at the same place for quite some time, it actually produces methane, which mm-hmm. is also not good Maybe for just to cut it yes, short, yes. Kidogo, uh, when I said, like, uh, we... For example, don't un- unplug a charger when you're not using it. Uh, in this sense that if we use more power, it will require the government and the necessary authorities to actually generate more power. Yeah. And we know that we are using uh, these this, uh, fossil fuels, for example, coal, oil, and everything. Now, mm-hmm. we will be emitting more CO2 when we're using more power. And necess- we are not even using it. We are just, it's mm-hmm. because we are not benefiting from the process that is going on. You you have a radio turned on. You're not listening to the radio. You're on your earphones, on your phone. The TV yeah. is on. Everything is on. So uh, everything that is not necessarily needed on should be off. Wow, Mr. Mr. Producer, did, did you know that? Uh, did you know that? But that when you don't, we don't, when you when you consume a lot of power, and then the government produces more power. No, the producer just said that. Um, he didn't know that if if there is a huge demand, if there's a huge consumption, yeah. then it means Kenya power. Uh, no, sorry, Kenya, um, Kenyan has to produce more. Mm-hmm. And if it has to produce more and it's not being used in the right way, mm-hmm. that's that's a lot of wastage. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I totally agree with you on that particular particular point. Now, um, the next this part of the question, I don't know how to phrase it. Mm-hmm. For <laughs> how does it make you feel uh, when when a head of state uh, says something like global warming is a hoax? How how, how do you feel about that? Uh, I I don't even have the right words combination of letters to express <laughs> my feelings because I feel like uh, those people should like just be locked down <laughs> beca- because they're influencing people. Yeah, and uh, these people maybe they may be of help to those who wants to like fight climate change then like you brainwashing them and telling them that whatever is happening it's not real I, I feel so bad as a person because it's my responsibility and your responsibility and all of us our responsibility to fight climate change because uh, at a, at one point or the other we are affected and if you start telling other people that it's it's not real mm. uh, i believe those people are they're not meant to be in this society. Like you said, we, we had an act which was, on, uh, which was made into law in 2013. Mm-hmm. But still, till 2019, you said it's still a, a lot of talk around it. Mm-hmm. And, and let's just come back home. And uh, when, 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 leaders, when, when leaders that we look up to, like politicians, you know, mm-hmm. someone takes the mic and says that rain comes from the cloud and they no come from the trees. That, that technically means that you don't need trees. How do you, how, how, how can you, how can you, like, like you said, they can influence people. Mm-hmm. And we also have a number of guys who are living still in Mao Forest, up to date, mm-hmm. and the government is struggling to get some people out. But then we have politicians that are saying that, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm not saying that people should not be compensated if they are moved mm-hmm. out. But if it's public land is for, for, for the forest, I mean, that, that's a whole new conversation. How would you, 
how, how should the government respond to this particular situation, especially for Mao Forest? Mm-hmm. And also, I want you to tell me when you, when a leader stands up and says that rain comes from the trees, uh, from from the clouds and not trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now you feel like uh, to the families that are living in Mao. Uh, personally, I feel I feel them because okay. yeah, maybe yeah. they don't have anywhere to go. It, it's so sad. It's so sad, especially from people who are passionate about environment and uh, we know what we can get from environment and apart from just uh, trees giving you rain they give you other things too maybe for example they uh, they act as medicine yes yeah you know like uh, in the ancient times our our grandfathers and our ancestors they didn't have hospitals and everything yeah lovely so they they used trees as medicine yeah and and uh, it worked for them no and even even today too. even even today it has just been like uh, you know that guy from Tanzania called uh, you know Babwa Loliondo. Yeah, P- people literally go to Loliondo to get uh, medicine. Yes, herbs. <laughs> yeah, so, so like <laughs> uh, I feel like the trees are giving us more than just rain and herbs and uh, oxygen and also make the soil fertile. You know, like people are are not getting ke- getting this thing. That's why uh, they are easily brainwashed because the content is not out there. Like. Climate change is this and this and this, and I and I feel it's high time for the government to incorporate it into the curriculum because right now the the students are using competence-based curriculum. They they've done away with the 844. Yeah. I I believe like uh, the 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 students will act more on climate change if they know more. And once you uh, somebody knows that this thing will affect you in this particular direction, they will act more. Yeah, that's very true. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, w- especially when you're talking about uh, our, f- our grandfathers, they didn't have, have hospitals and lab. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, Amazon forest, mm-hmm. they've been able to exploit 10%, almost like most of the drugs that uh, uh, the, that we have. They actually extract it from plants mm-hmm. and trees. And, and also, when I was watching this documentary about the Amazon forest, and so far, they've been, doctors have been able to only check 10% of the species that are on Amazon, or mm-hmm. even less. Mm-hmm. So which means these trees, somehow, somehow, the cure for cancer might be sitting there yeah. on those trees. Mm-hmm. And, and, and one, one thing that I've also added into this conversation is the fact that this needs to be included in the curriculum. Yeah. Because I've, um, so I also agree with you when you say if we include this in the curriculum, then young people grow up knowing that we need this and this and this. Because mm-hmm. in the curriculum, we have been also given industrialization. Under history, we have the industrialization, the civilization. And we have seen how all these things are growing up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time to shake things a little bit. Then we also now have this, uh, uh, in the new curriculum, we also include uh, what you've just said. Climate change is part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, with this kind of inclusion, those are some of the ideas that we can have. What, can, uh, uh, what kind of content do you need do you think needs to be included within the curriculum to ensure that it uh, it actually delivers the right message? Maybe a whole topic, mm-hmm. uh, first with the introduction, like yeah. what is climate change, this yes. is climate change. Yes. Then we go to the facts, scientific facts of why or, or is climate change real. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to give the students every fact possible because, because yeah, you know, uh, maybe a book, it, it's made up of 200 pages and you only take one topic, which yeah. may take something like 15 or 20 pages. Now you have enough uh, platform to share your ideas uh, on the on the book. Yes. Uh, I, I feel like uh, now the introduction to the climate uh, facts uh, and evidence, 
and what we can do because yeah. we, we need solution based conversation mm-hmm. to actually help people we just don't need like talk about climate change is really like what are you doing about climate change and what should you do what should uh the government do what should the schools do what should our religious leaders do yeah i i think that conversation will be really great if uh, it can be taken to the students uh from the school teaching perspective yeah yeah definitely i mean uh, we become what we consume yeah. that's one thing that i came to realize the content that you take in is uh so like kids when 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 we grow up and we're watching spiderman mm-hmm. we we also want to fly <laughs> we we want a spider to bite us so that uh, so yeah. when we get our young people to actually start getting this and and then like alex said initially this the planet is for the young people yeah so the young people are the ones who are supposed to take initiative you are leaders of today let no one tell you that we're leaders of tomorrow and for now let's take another quick short break and let's play heal the world by michael jackson There's a place in your heart and I know that it is love and this place it was brighter than tomorrow and if you really try you'll find there's no need to cry in this place you feel there's no hurt or sorrow there are ways to get there if you care enough Make a little space Make a better place Heal the world Make it a better place For you and for me And the entire human race There are people dying If you care enough for living Make a better place for you and for me a love that cannot lie love is strong it only cares for joyful giving if we try we shall see in this bliss we cannot feel there are dreams we stop existing and start living and it feels that always love's enough for us growing Yeah. 
How's your Monday morning, by the way? What, what are you doing? Ebu, um, go right there on Twitter. Tell me what you're doing. I might surprise you. I, I'm feeling generous. It's end month, you know. Uh, the advertisers are melipa bills out. So tell me how, you, how your Monday is, what you're doing. And also, when you're doing that, make sure to use the hashtag YellowTapeCRK. And tell me what you're doing about the environment. Tell me you within your capacity. What are you doing? I don't throw away rappers. Nikisha kula sweetie, naika kwa mfuko. And I even challenge myself. Nowadays, nakulanga ndizi, nabeba ndizi mbaka kwa hao. Yeah, that's that's how I'm doing it in my small way. So you tell me, what are you doing within your small way? So at Miranda Dixon, at Campus Radio KE. At Alex Oburu. Yes, at Alex Oburu. So tag us, tell us what you're doing in your small ways. And, and, and also, if you have any way in which you can be able to support Camp D to actually continue with their mission of trying to create this awareness and train young minds that um, um, uh, climate change is real. Please share with us. And Alex is definitely going to talk to, to continue up where the conversation. So Alex, so like, like you said, uh, I actually have a neighbor. And once in a while, we'll have a conversation, just a side chat and just to get, just to pick someone's brain in terms of uh, his understanding and view of things. And recently we were having a conversation about, of course, you know, like it's funny how conversations start from religion, then you, they take shape. So we're having this conversation, then climate change happened to be part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, quote unquote, climate change is not real. Global warming is not real. That's what he said. So technically, uh, first of all, I went well, uh, right. 
wow <laughs> you know like you don't have anything to come you, uh-huh. you to to actually respond to mm-hmm. how do you respond to these guys such a person how can i sh- share with me how can i go and because this is it's happening mm-hmm. my my grandmother does not know that global warming is actually a thing that's <laughs> it so i believe if you start by telling the person like how the climate is affecting their day to day activity okay. they they will start to understand for okay. for instance yeah. uh, how it affects their budget and economy for example like i said earlier uh, maybe the price of uh, let's what give me an example fish. you used fish uh, in the previous example uh, okay the yeah. price of fish mm-hmm. yeah it uh, okay goes for around uh, 150 bob yeah okay now uh, due to climate change which has uh made the 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 surface the earth surface to heat and also the waters and everything now the fish are migrating from uh their specific region to cooler areas yeah because of the temperature rise the rise in temperature now they are migrating to cooler areas because it's very hot where they used to to like uh stay in wait uh-huh. uh the other day f- there was news from the coast that literally the the the, the fisher uh, the fishermen mm-hmm. they, they 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 went they did not find fish so they constantly have been keeping on moving towards the uh, towards the interior part of the the ocean mm-hmm. so are you saying there is a connection between that and the climate cl- change climate change yeah but, but when you started off we said that the temp- the temperature change for the last couple of centuries has been 1.1.6 mm-hmm. degrees yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. now you you find like a slight increase in a, in uh the degree celsius will affect their way of living and uh you find like when it's so hot they don't adapt to the environment like like we humans can do and it can go to some extent where the humans cannot even adapt to the environment because it's very hot okay for example you you uh, it's very hot outside where do yeah, you go you go under a tree you go inside where yeah, it's shade yeah be- because it's it's a normal behavior to like yeah. counter okay. counter attack that that yeah. that thing for uh, lacking the right words to okay. say okay. uh so the fish are migrating to cooler regions mm-hmm. now the fishermen they want to fish uh the price was initially 150 shillings now because they cannot catch enough fish to sustain their modes of living and standards and everything take their 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 kids to school uh ensure that their wives have uh, enough budget for running the household and everything yeah. they they'll tend to like sell the, the price will definitely yeah, the, go the, the price will go up okay. in this sense that they have less but their expenses are high so yeah. they will have to like sell for a higher price now you'll find that they the same fish mm-hmm. will go for around 300 shillings now you can find like you can you try and okay. look at how the okay uh, but, but uh, alex someone will go okay now when you explain it that way and then it it, it really uh it really brings context in terms of uh, why the prices of uh, of such a commodity like fish is high mm-hmm. and, and that trickles and down similar to, the, to, yeah. to like uh, every other product out here okay so mm-hmm. so you mean um So like me I love bananas I, I I come from my community we mm-hmm. we love bananas um mm-hmm. uh, so you're saying there is a connection between global warming and even agricultural products yeah and in the sense that uh as I talked earlier on the rains and everything and uh, we are using still the old ways of farming yeah we we have not embraced the new technologies of farming like the USA and the developed countries mm-hmm. so we find like we also we, we use jembes and for and pangas and everything uh to produce now you find that we depend mostly on relief rainfall and uh, when it comes to uh some time due to like shift of the weather patterns uh, we don't get the rain on the exact time 
Now, for example, if if they even wait for the rains to come, it will affect the uh, maybe the banana in this way. Okay. Uh, so they will not produce <coughs> more on the right time, and there will be shortage, banana. less supply of bananas, yeah. Yeah. and very high demand. Yeah. Now you find some businessmen who uh, they'll like use the situation to their advantage and price more because. Uh, the other farmers didn't get rain on the right time. Okay. Yeah, that's how like it uh, it can affect the bananas and uh, any other pricing, commodity yeah, that yeah. yeah to to the point that it also affects our economy. Okay. Wow, that's that's quite that's quite a perspective. Uh because uh, like you said, I mean most of us most of us don't think that because uh, when people talk about climate change, they talk about global warming, they're talking about the ozone layer, mm-hmm. which some of us don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about the Antarctica melting. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that is or mm-hmm. where that place is. Mm-hmm. So we don't, we'd never really think of it as, a, as something th- to, to really think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what you're saying is technically uh, global warming affects the pricing system. So are we, we are, are we blaming the government for this hard life? for no good reason, for something that we can actually stop mm-hmm. uh, or control by leaving our cars at home. Yeah, I don't think that, okay. like, we should blame the government. All right. First no, no, is I, like, I'm saying uh, uh-huh. blaming the government in terms of, because mm-hmm. when life is hard, then it's yeah, the we, government. Okay, it's, we, it's we, what we, the Kenyans <laughs> say, like, yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, to, uh, to some extent, the government uh, should be blamed okay. uh, because uh, of the act <coughs> and everything they say that they'll be doing but uh, <laughs> pertaining to climate change. Yeah. Uh, they're still doing talks and research. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and uh, I feel like uh, it's our individual... Mm-hmm. How can I frame this? It's your role as an individual to like mm-hmm. fight climate change. Uh, we go to some places like Karura. There are enough trees and everything. You will not find like many people affected with asthma and everything because the surplus uh, supply of of nini of oxygen, and uh, this is very good. And uh, you go to some areas like Makueni or Machakos where like it's very hard to find a tree. You find like these uh, respiratory issues are are, are yeah. more than yeah. than some areas. Now we, we we like you said like the the people don't know these things and uh, there's no enough content online based on climate change is affecting you as a person. Yeah, you'll go online, you'll find like why climate change is real and it's it's an overall opinion, not based on Kenyans and what Kenyans do. I feel it's high time Kenyans start talking to each other about climate change. The bloggers, the people doing videos on YouTube, they they should embrace this topic because it's something that's happening. Now you find people not talking because there's no uh, enough data, enough to data and yeah okay. and content created online because yeah. right now everybody has a almost everyone has a smartphone and almost 75 percent of Kenyans that are very good number and we start uh, channeling the content in the right directions yeah. gonna have some very good uh, outcomes. Okay, we become what we consume. So let's stop. Sharing a lot of gossip, uh, Nani is married to this, Nani was seen last night with this guy. Let's mm-hmm. start sharing more about what really affects us. Let's start talking about our trees and everything. And Alex, I want to take you a little bit back. When you spoke about we have not embraced modern forms of farming, for instance, mm-hmm. like the U.S., mm-hmm. and, and, and we're still using jambes. So the alternative of using jambes is either using a bull. Uh, which is not as efficient as using a tractor. Mm-hmm. But then when you use a tractor, it's basically again, again. Mm-hmm. 
So do you feel that countries that have, uh, have, uh, have embraced this technology and that they're producing a lot of uh, fuel and uh, they're, using, they're burning a lot of fuel, one, and two, they're producing a lot of carbon dioxide, do you think they should be able to uh, actually be charged to actually, you know, so that money is, uh, is taken care to, is uh, diverted to uh, um, taming global warming? Uh, f first of all, maybe let me just enlighten you on... Uh, yes the Please. modern farming, mm -hmm. it's not necessarily <laughs> using tractors and everything, uh, okay. like emitting more CO2 to then. Uh, maybe, for example, mm -hmm. they can tend to like choose uh, crops that can do very well on a particular area. For example, right. there are crops that can do well in Machakos, they cannot do well in. And due to the research and everything, without emitting CO2 and using maybe a bull, which is efficient than a a jembe, one jembe or two, yeah. uh, we can still like produce more and still save on the environment. And talking about the countries that are emitting more, like we all know that Africans, we are not emitting more CO2 than other continents. Yeah. We, we, em we emit six times less than... Six times less? Less. So if there is 6,000 cubic meters of mm -hmm. uh, cubic, cubic meters of uh, CO2, 6,000, mm -hmm. it means Kenya, Africa only produce 1,000. Yeah, as Africa... as four countries. Yeah. All right. Now, and we are the most vulnerable. I feel like it's uh, upon us as Africans mm -hmm. because uh, like the USA and everything and the, uh, and the other countries, the developed countries, they, they don't like feel it, Kabisa, like how we feel it because we are affected directly on the floods, the drought and the diseases that are coming along, prices of everything. You see, uh, I feel Africans should do more. Uh, their government should come together and uh, maybe pass a bill that certain amount of money should uh, be contributed mm -hmm. and also ch be channeled to uh, the fight against climate change. But uh, also, if the other developed countries want to help us, it's still okay. Though we, we don't like emit more, but we should also cut less on the, on the amount that we are emitting right now. Okay. For example, let me, let me like pose a question to, yeah. to the uh, listeners. Yeah. It takes like uh, approximately $20 to burn coal, okay, to produce energy. And it takes twice the money, which is $40, to uh, produce the same energy but using an efficient and uh, more climate-friendly or environment-friendly sources. For example, we, ca we can use solar. Which one is expensive? Oh, that's Okay, I don't have, the good thing <laughs> I don't have to answer, that's a question for the listeners. Uh, okay, so let, let me ask the question again. Uh, you can use $20 to produce, uh, to use coal to produce energy, but you, you have to use twice that amount. So in this case, it's $40 to produce the same amount of energy using solar. Which of the two options is cheaper? That's the question. All right, so should I answer? Uh, <laughs> uh, let me just okay. W what's your opinion? Uh, I th um, I think uh, there are different ways in looking at it. Mm -hmm. uh, so one, I agree that solar is definitely the cheapest option mm -hmm. uh, because with forty dollars, it's a long term investment because you the sun is always there. <laughs> so you don't have to. But if you're using coal, looking at it, uh, let's let's use macar. If you're using charcoal to cook, mm -hmm. use charcoal today. Then tomorrow it's gone. You need to go and buy another bucket or another uh, uh, sack. sack of charcoal. Mm -hmm. but when it, and that means you have to cut down trees, by the way. Um, mm -hmm. But if you're using, you're using solar to cook, let's say, or to warm food, I don't know if that's... So you use solar and then you cook with it. Mm -hmm. uh, tomorrow, you just need the initial cost to buy the equipment. That's mm -hmm. how I look at it. I don't know. Okay, that, that's a very good perspective to look okay. at it. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> Did I get it right? <laughs> yeah, you got it right. Okay. And also, looking at... Uh, from the maybe climate change perspective, we find that to also clean uh, 
the CO2 that you emit to like oh, make, make sure that uh, we emit less. You've already produced CO2. It's in the environment. Then you come up with ways of like cleaning the air. Mm -hmm. You find that you will use maybe approximately $300, but you used 20. Now, instead of using just 40, which is a long time, and also the sun will also be there, will we'll always be there, as, as you've said it. Yeah. That's a very good uh, way to look at it. And mm -hmm. let's see how the <laughs> listeners will respond. All right, awesome. So, uh, mm -hmm. Alex, uh, so over the years, we've, uh, we've, we've seen a lot of production of CO2 into the environment. What are some of the human activities that are leading to this particular, uh, you know, happening? Mm -hmm. So first is from uh, our transport, like we, we, we all know, uh, exhaust Benyeucha Fuakabisa. So it produces uh, from our transport, uh, mostly easy, ma matatu and everything. Uh, second, from uh, burning of plastics and uh, waste, other waste. We find that plastic are made up of many things which are toxic and uh, the process of making the plastic, it's very hard. And actually, they use lead and uh, other products which are not only will not, will not only produce carbon, but also it's toxic when it's left on the ground. It will also corrupt the soil pH and everything. So second is from burning of the plastics. Thirdly, we also have our industries. Yeah, so now they, they channel out like real CO2 to the air. And they are the major contributors to the number increasing and increasing on a day-to-day -day basis. And also we look at uh, now also the, the same industries uh, except from emitting CO2 from their... The, the, the chimneys. Yeah, the chimneys. Yeah. You, you see now they're also, they're also corrupting because our rivers are linked and they go mm -hmm. to maybe either to Lake Victoria or to some dams where people are expecting to get food from the dams. Now you corrupt everything. They take the food uh, from, from, the, from the dams and the seas and the lake, uh, which is corrupt. Then they also get sick. So also from uh, emitting untreated waters to, to our rivers and seas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Alex, one thing that is also like a huge contributor is the use of charcoal and, uh, mm -hmm. and, and, and firewood to cook. Y yep. Because not only do you produce carbon for oxide, mm -hmm. but you cut down trees which consume carbon for oxide. Yeah. And I, I look at how the planet is designed. It's like it was designed uh, in a manner that it can self-sustain itself. Yeah. So you have trees that take... They CO2. take CO2 from the environment mm -hmm. and, and, and give, give, out, give oxygen. out oxygen. So it's like it's, it's a balancing system. Mm -hmm. uh, you have trees again, which transpire mm -hmm. to give uh, to form, you know, what we what we mm -hmm. what we call clouds, which yeah. will turn out to be rain. Mm -hmm. So the, 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 the cycle, tree, yeah. Uh -huh. So the trees are going to take the rain, uh, the the rainfall. You know, they use them up, then they they ex they, they, they release through the process of evapotranspiration, mm -hmm. and then we have rainfall. Mm -hmm. So the, the planet was. I look at the planet how it was designed. I know at times some of us question the existence of God, but if you look at the planet how it was designed. It was designed in a manner that it can self-sustain itself. Yes. The sun is supposed to hit the water, goes mm -hmm. up, and everything. So it's like it's a cycle. Mm -hmm. Now, if uh, so, one, let's stop using charcoal if we can. Yes. But the challenge with that, Alex, is the cost, the cost of other alternatives, mm -hmm. the cost of buying a gas cooker, the cost of uh, also refilling the gas cooker. What do you think the government can do to ensure that we have a lot of uh, usage of uh, other alternative sources of energy. That's a very wide topic, but uh, um, let me just give a very brief answer. I feel like uh, the government should uh, first make it very 
uh, easy and for people to get into business because there are a lot of people with creative ways out here, uh, ways that can save the planet and also cut down the emission of CO2. Uh, and also, we believe that people say that uh, or if people uh, don't cut down trees or don't burn uh, coal, a lot of people will lose their, their jobs. Uh, there are a lot of people who are saying that way, but if the government invests more in uh, renewable energy, uh, uh, more than the, the other systems which, which emit CO2, I feel like, okay, the government would have taken us a step higher uh, because most of the people will start, uh, if you empower a person through ways of maybe cutting down the taxation and uh, giving down maybe some, okay, you can incentives monopolize some yeah, other, incentives yeah, and yeah, uh, monopolize some, some sectors to ensure that the, the common manainchi is getting the product on uh, the right price and at the right time. We can also cut uh, the emission that way. Yeah. And um, <coughs> I feel also the government to work hand in hand with other private investors to ensure that the common wananchi still will use the right uh, resource to produce energy. Because if we don't look to the, uh, into the common wananchi's perspective and how he'll he or she will acquire energy to make sure that they cook and sustain their ways of living, it will, be, it will not be good. I feel like it's up to the government and uh, the private investors because may, many many other people are in investing in our countries. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a, it's a high time they give back, and to many other well wishers out there who want to like help uh, the planet, they can come hand in hand with the government and the private investors to ensure that uh, other renewable sources of energy are being used uh, and uh, will cut down the emission of CO two maybe by fifty percent in there next 50 years that's absolutely that's absolutely perfect i mean um <clears throat> the government has been able to incentivize a lot of inter industries mm -hmm. i mean the other day they were able to make unga 90 bob i mean these guys can do anything you know mm -hmm. so let's try to push for more a uh, dialogue in terms of uh, uh, uh around renewable energy then let's try to encourage as many people as possible so like alex say put it one don't unplug stop i know I'm also guilty. Stop using your laptop at the same time you're using your phone and your TV is on. And the radio. And then the radio is also on. What's wrong with you? <laughs> okay, let's try to minimize this kind of consumptions uh, by saving energy. And then let's allow that energy to be redirected into other things. And by the way, did you know that if you use electricity at night, it's cheaper? They call it off-peak hours. I don't know if mm -hmm. it's true. <laughs> or it only applies to know. industries. <laughs> Maybe right? to the industries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, as Alex has put it, let's, let's encourage the government to cut down taxation, especially when it comes to importing solars. Let's make solar, solar, solar panels cheaper. Let's make sure gas is cheap. And uh, that way we can be able to have other alternative sources of energies. Thank you so much. I've been your host, Dixon Morande. Thank you so much. Alex Oburu. Alex Oburu. But before I let you go, Alex, mm -hmm. do you have the last parting shot? Okay, uh, I'll just tell everyone who's listening, and we don't have to wait for someone to do something. You can always do something. There's in, in your own capacity and your own budget and everything, there's something that you can do. Even just collecting that piece of litter that's outside your house, you'll just have helped the society by a bigger... How can I even frame this? Yeah, a there's bigger, a difference. I mean, yeah, that, a big that difference. That also again mm -hmm. shows respect and, uh, you know, you love the planet. Mm -hmm. And to the bloggers and everybody who's creating content out there. So if you're creating content, kindly please uh, take time and create content about climate change and how it's affecting 
affecting our people and uh, to other people using creative ways it's uh, the uh, poetry and spoken word and singing kindly ensure that maybe you you take one or two lines and pass a message that uh, we need our planet to be very safe for our kids and our grandkids and we need to start doing something right now Awesome. Thank you so much, Alex. That has been so powerful. Um, Alex, so how can guys connect with you? How can guys connect with Camp D? How can guys get involved in your mission in terms of even coming and sharing creative ideas with young people? Um, so for Camp D, we have uh, our website, campdvoices.com. So Camp D is C-A-M-P-D-E, then Voices. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We have Young Debaters. It's mainly for debate. And also on Facebook, Young Debaters. And on Instagram, Young Debaters. And also, uh, personally me, you can follow me on Twitter at alexoburu1. Sorry, I forgot to say that, at alexoburu1. Gmail, same. You can send me an email, alexoburu at gmail.com. And I, uh, I'm also a writer. So you can maybe look out for content about climate change at alexoburu at medium.com. Um, I just create content so that the youth and everybody can, can get knowledge because it's all about sharing. What I get, I share with other people. Yep. Awesome. Thank you so much, Alex. So one more time, it's at alexoburu1. That is on Twitter, or you can follow his um, his medium at alexoburu.medium.com. Again, also you can find and support Camp D, which is doing an amazing job to help young people get their creativity out there, pushing content out there, and also planting trees, yeah. you know, which is very important. So at uh, that is www.campdvoices.com. Dot com. No, it's yeah. our <laughs> so www.campd.com. So Camp D is Camp, that is C-A-M-D-Voices. Yeah, so voices mm-hmm. is one word, campdvoices.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, again, you can follow them and engage with them on Twitter, on Instagram, and at Facebook at Young, young debaters. debaters. All these platforms are meant to create more awareness about the challenges that young people face and how we can tackle them. Because this planet is for us, and we need to take care of it. And for that reason, again, I'm going to repeat this song, Earth by Lil Dicky. Thank you guys so much. Till next week. Have an amazing week ahead. Don't do drugs. What up, world? It's your boy. Just one of the guys down here. Well, I could be more specific. Uh, I'm a human. And I uh, just wanted to, you know, for the sake of all of us earthlings out there, just wanted to say...
vultures feed on the dead We're just some rhinos, honey as heck I'm just a giraffe once with this snack yeah. Hippity hop, I'm a kangaroo I hop out there, up and down with you I'm an elephant, I got junk in my trunk What the fuck, I'm a clown I'm a wolf, I'm a squirrel looking for my next nut And I'm a pony, just a freak horse <laughs> But, uh, come on, get on Yeah, giddy up, let's ride HPV Sleep all the time, so what? It's cute. We love you, India. We love you, Africa. We love the Chinese. We forgive you, Germany. It is our planet. We love the earth. It is our home. We love the earth. It is our planet. We love the earth. It is our So damn long and still don't know shit I hope it's not a simulation Give each other names like Ahmed and Pedro And yeah, we like to wear clothes Girls still look beautiful And it covers up our human dick Eat a lot of tuna fish But these days it's like we don't know how to act All these shootings, pollution We under attack on ourselves Like let's all just chill Respect what we built Like look at the internet It's cracking as hell Fellas, don't you let it come on you have sex And I heard women orgasms are better than a dick's So what we gotta land for? What we gotta stand for? Love. And we love the Compass Radio. We speak, pick what matters.